I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, lovely, and thank you for joining me today to celebrate my business five-year anniversary. That's right. It is my business's fifth birthday today, actually, the 18th of October, if you are listening to this as it goes out in uh, real time. I have been working in Michelle Broadbent, Inc. for five whole years. And uh, I'm counting it from when I actually started working for my first paying client. So I registered the business in July 2016, but I didn't kind of get properly up and running and working for paying customers until October. Um, So this week marks five years since I did that. And it's one of those milestones that is absolutely worth reflecting on because when I started the business, five years seemed forever away. Like I could barely even contemplate what I would be doing or where I would be in five years' time. Um, I I couldn't even predict really what was going to happen in five months' time because it was all so new to me. And when I look back, you know, it does feel like a long time ago. So much has happened in that time. But also the time has gone really, really quickly. Like I don't feel – you know, kind of within myself that I am five years older. That's that's for sure. I'm, I'm definitely five years wiser, but um, yeah, I don't kind of feel super different to how I was five years ago, but I know I know that I am. Um, so, what I thought would be fun today would be to share with you my five biggest learnings over the last five years, because you can do all the prep work that you like before starting a business. You can try and, you know, mitigate any risk as much as possible, but until you are actually doing it, um, it's really hard to know what it's truly going to be like. So, I thought I would share my five biggest learnings with you um, and hope that you might get something out of the stuff that I have learnt potentially the hard way. So, my first big lesson was that I am as qualified as anyone else to be here. And that was something that I did struggle with at the beginning, I have to say. And I think we all do. Imposter syndrome is real. And I had a lot of people put up on a very, very high pedestal. And I thought, I'm, I would never be able to work with that person or I will never be like that person. And, you know, they know so much more than I do. And they're, you know, they're so much more sort of a powerhouse than than I could ever be. And I felt that in order to have a great, valid offering, I needed to have way more experience and way more followers and just know way more than what 
I actually did. But then I got out into the world. I got inside a lot of the businesses that I, you know, I really looked up to the, the, the women that were running them. And I realized that actually they all felt the same way as well. And they were looking to me as someone who actually knew what the hell they were doing. And that was quite a revelation to me. And it's something that I often refer back to when I am talking to my clients, when they are going through bouts of, you know, crisis of confidence and imposter syndrome. And I will remind them of what they do know and what is valued that they know. And I think often we look to ourselves and think that what we are capable of, what we add to people's lives, like, well, doesn't everyone know how to do that? And and I talked to Nicole Hatherley about this in last week's Business Boost episode, um, but it's that thing that we know that no one else knows that's really unique to us. And often we struggle to tap into that. So when I realized that I had just as much right to have a seat at the table as everyone else did, that was when a lot of things really, really shifted for me. So um, the other thing I think I wanted to just sort of cover here too is that just because I am capable of or qualified to do something doesn't mean that I need to do it. <laughs> I think I, I'll, I'll talk about this a little later, um, but I did spend way too much time, particularly in the early days of running my business, doing stuff that I was qualified and capable of doing, but it wasn't really the kind of work that lit me up. So yeah, just because I'm qualified to do something doesn't mean that I should necessarily be doing it. Speaking of doing, my second big lesson was that we learn by doing. So I am an absolute soak for information about business and personal development. I'm a voracious reader. I listen to podcasts. I love conversations with my my business buddies who are experts in their field and you know I just soak up everything that they've got to say um, because you just never know when that nugget of gold is going to land that becomes the thing that I then share with one of my clients that has such a monumental impact on their business and their lives. So, but, you know, through all of the learnings, that soaking up of information, the biggest learnings for myself actually came from when I did the thing myself. When I actually pulled the trigger on a big idea. Now, in my former career and in the early days of my business when I was very hands-on being the business manager in other people's businesses, I supported my clients through huge things like, you know, launching 
programs and podcasts and hiring staff, firing staff, opening, you know, bricks and mortar premises, all sorts of things like that. But it is very, very easy for me to uh, be in that kind of risk-free position in the wings while they actually took the risk doing the doing. It wasn't until I actually did the thing myself that I got those real deep understandings of what it is like. And, you know, the the big, I guess, example of that would be when I um, did, you know, sort of the the times when I took big leaps in my business, and a lot of that has happened this year, particularly, you know, doing things like launching this podcast, um, when I launched my Finding Unicorns program, going through the, the process of an actual launch and following all the steps and doing all of the things. Um, that was, it was massive, but it also made me understand that you know, again, which is one of my mottos that I bang on about all the time, is that we don't need to overcomplicate our businesses. And going through the process and going through all the steps, you you realize that pretty quickly that um, that the learning comes from actually doing. We can talk ourselves out of anything. It's easy to watch from the sidelines and um, have other people do the thing and go, oh, yeah, well, I know what that's like because I've seen somebody else do it. But when you actually pull the trigger yourself, that's when the big learning happens. And I think fortune really does favor the brave in this case. And it always has for me. I, I feel like, you know, when I take those big leaps and take action, that's when amazing things have happened in my business. So that was a huge, huge learning. Just do it. Lesson number three is the importance of having accountability in my life. I am a card-carrying obliger, which means I need people to count on me. And when I was working as the, you know, the support person, the woman behind the woman, I had people who needed me to do what I did. And I had that you know, accountability. If I, you know, if I didn't do my work, then it would impact other people very, very seriously. But as a business owner, we have no one breathing down our neck. There's no boss, there's no manager, there's no one setting KPIs. We can do anything or we can do nothing. And I find as an obliger that I need someone to be accountable to. I need to commit my intentions and my goals to someone to ensure that I bring them to life. This is just one of my strategies. And when I did this in a very formalized way, so I've got, you know, I'm surrounded by incredible business women. I've got lots of business buddies who are always really supportive of me and what I do. But what I recognized was that I actually needed a commercial arrangement. I needed that, you know, sticking my hand in my pocket and handing over my money to someone who was going to 
hold me accountable to what I had set out to do. And I uh, did that 12 months ago. I joined Tina Towers, her empire builder. So not only did I get Tina, but I also got a tribe of nearly now, at the time it wasn't, but now there are a hundred women in her empire builders who are also holding me to my word and cheering me on and, you know, celebrating the wins, commiserating the the lows. And we do that for one another. And it is such a vital piece to my, um, I guess, to my success, like the biggest leap that I have had in my business over the last five years has been when I, when I, did that when I engaged that that formal accountability piece. Um, but I've also got other sort of, I guess, tripwires in terms of accountability throughout my um, my business life. And it's, you know, always around committing to someone for something. So, you know, I find if I'm, you know, committed to presenting a workshop or a speaking gig or um, I've got um, another, a, a, a really good business friend of mine um, who has a, a couple of news websites and she was like, well, you're going to, you're going to write for me and that's just what's going to happen. I'm like, what? She sees me as a, as a writer. Okay. Um, well, if, if that's what she thinks I am, then that is what I will do. And I feel obliged to her to deliver the goods because she's depending on me. Um, and then I, as I said earlier, I've got like my business buddies who, you know, I'll have a coffee with them and say, you know, and I'm thinking of doing this. And then the next time I catch up with them, it'll be like, oh, so what happened to the you know, thing that you said that you were going to do. So I am very, very lucky to be surrounded by some incredibly generous and wise women in my life. And having, yeah, having that level of support and accountability makes everything just feel, I think I feel more secure too in taking action because it's like, well, I've got this, you know, this huge big buffer of people around me um, that, that have got my back. Okay, lesson number four, consistency and reliability builds successful businesses. Now, that is not sexy, but it's true. And I know that from within my own business and doing this for five years, but also seeing inside the hundreds of businesses that I have supported over the last five years, it's the things that we do every single day that are way, way, way more impactful than the things that we do sometimes. I see this myself if I take my foot off the pedal in particular practices that I have set up that require consistency. Things like um, business development activity, you know, my follow-up Friday, uh, social media posts, being consistent with that. People come to expect certain things from you. They they do. We even though we think that they don't. And I'm not saying I'm not talking about, you know, I, I, well actually, you know, I will use social media as an example, not that it is the be all and end all of everything, but people kind of set a rhythm and a pattern to how they show up on social media and when they disappear for a bit, 
um, people notice and comment and, you know, just checking in. Are you okay? I see that. Now, I, I don't think that that's necessarily um, uh, something that I need to worry about too much because I don't have like squillions of, of followers. But I do know that if I put the effort in consistently um, with, with, you know, my social media and engaging and then um, doing things like this podcast. Like I have done an episode every single week since I launched. And that was my kind of, um, you know, that was my commitment to myself in doing this. It was like, I am not going to launch this podcast. I, I had like, I had my content mapped out for an entire year when I started because I needed to know that I would show up for, um, for you, for my, for, for my listeners. Right. And, in doing that, you now know that every Monday morning I will land in your podcast app and deliver you a certain type of content. Now, if I started talking to you about, um, uh, I'm trying to think, like gardening, right? If I if I started to tell you how to, um, and I've just said that because I'm looking out at my, like I am not a green finger at all, but I, and I'm going off on a tangent here. But what I'm trying to illustrate is that you are expecting something of me. And it's that reliability that builds businesses, you know, showing up on time, doing what you say you're going to do, um, you know, being a good communicator, all of that, that reliability and consistency is what builds great businesses. My fifth lesson and this, I'm ending with this one because I think it is probably the biggest, biggest learning for me, and that is that growth happens when I am true to myself. When I started my business, I was playing really small and safe. And there was a whole host of reasons for that. And, you know, I talked earlier about imposter syndrome and what I felt that I needed to, you know, have lots of runs on the board before I could actually be what I wanted to be um, all along. Um, but when I backed myself the way I back the women that I work with, um, that is when incredible things happened in my business. Um, I had a five-year vision that I created five years ago when I worked with my coach. And it's funny, I I revisited that that vision um, last weekend. I thought, oh, I'm just going to dig out the work that I did with, with Kelly, who was, who was my coach at the time, and see what I actually wrote. And it's really funny because I wrote at the five-year mark, I wanted to be known as a trusted solutions and outcome-focused business advisor. I elevate businesses and entrepreneurial growth I see the gaps and bring things to the forefront to ensure the business and owner's growth and health. I leverage my practical exposure to small business. And I read that and I was like, wow, that's interesting because that is exactly what I am doing now at the five-year mark. It's what 
I was doing, I have been doing for the last couple of years. Truthfully, I probably should have been doing it a lot earlier. Um, But when I started doing what I really, really wanted to do and, you know, stepping out of side of stage and, you know, not hiding behind somewhere, someone else where it was safe and actually pursuing what it was that I wanted to do, that's when massive change and growth happened in my business. So staying small would have served me forever. I could have kept going doing what I was doing and I would have probably become more and more unfulfilled and there would have definitely been a ceiling on my earning capacity and I would have just kind of, I guess, created a job for myself rather than a business. So asking for what I wanted pursuing it, being brave, putting my big girl pants on, just like I talked about, um, what episode was that? It was about probably uh, episode 21. There's, If you go back, there's an episode that's called putting your big girl pants on. Um, you know, doing that, doing what I tell everyone else to do, actually doing that myself, that's when the huge transformations happened in my business. And something that I say over and over again is leap and the net will appear and it did, it does all the time whenever I make those massive changes, whenever I open up space um, for something new to come in. And you know what, when I when things did turn around in my business um, at, at the beginning of last year and I, and I shifted the, the way that I worked and what my focus was, that was really, really scary because I was essentially walking away from um, – paid work. You know, I was I was having conversations with clients. It's like, no, I'm I'm not I'm not doing that anymore. I am not being hands-on in your business as your business manager anymore. Um and that was that was very frightening, but I knew that I had to be true to myself. I had to back myself, and I did it. And it has been like such a joyful, fulfilling lucrative ride ever since. So um, I think, you know, that there's there's a little bit of the trust the universe, a little bit of the woo-woo mixed in here with a whole lot of action and being brave. But that's when wonderful stuff happens and that is the, lear- the, the, the big learning that I want to leave you with today is that, you know, when we are brave, when we back ourselves, when we trust ourselves, amazing things happen. And I am living proof of that. I'm testament. And I, you know, I don't want to sound braggy. This is not, this is not meant to be um, a brag fest. I'm, I'm far more comfortable talking about my clients' achievements than I am about my own. But um, uh, my business I was looking at this um, on the weekend as well, like, you know, from a financial point of view, I, my business has, I don't know what the, but, but 
I have five five ta- x my income. Is that what you say? I don't know. Um, but I'm earning now five times what I was in year one of my business. And that biggest growth happened in the last 18 months uh, when I chose to do what I really wanted to be doing all along, you know, fast track to that five-year plan. That's actually what I wanted to be doing right from the get-go, but I just didn't feel like I was qualified enough to do it. So I hope that by sharing my learnings that this has given you I guess, some insight into how I think and am, but also some inspiration to what is possible for you when you are sitting down, doing planning, goal setting, thinking about where you want your life to be in five years' time. I guess the message here is that you can do anything you want to do. You just have to trust yourself and take action and actually do it. Just do it. Just go for it. Thank you so much for joining me today as I share these lessons with you. I really appreciate you sharing part of your week with me each week and for supporting my business and this podcast and all that I do. It absolutely makes my day when I hear from you with feedback and, um, insights as to how what I have shared has helped you. So, you know, if this podcast does help you in any way, tell me, let me know. I really, really love hearing. And if you would also do me a massive favor, and you know what I'm going to say is if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts, it it helps other people find me and I want to help as many people as possible. So if there's, if you've got yet yeah, 30 seconds to, to do that, it would be hugely appreciated. Um, I've got some really exciting guests coming up in the coming weeks. I have done some interviews with some of my business buddies who are absolute rock stars and I cannot wait to share them with you. But Thank you for listening today, for being here for me. Have an amazing week and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon.